What is up, everybody? Whoa. We are back with episode 21. In full force. All three. Uh, We're legal to drink. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. But nonetheless, we are here. For everybody that doesn't know us, we are beyond us. I am Daniel. I am joined once again by Salo. Woo! And the returning, although not necessarily welcome, Brett. Welcome back. We thank you for joining us on this adventure. We are excited to be here. 21 episodes, gentlemen. That is a journey. Crazy to think about. We're five episodes away from a year. Hey, hey we've been consistent. We'll be Got to pat ourselves on the back. Well, next for that. time we'll be four. <laughs> I don't know what you said, Brett. I said next time we'll be four episodes yep. away. That is how math works. Yes. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Can, Welcome back, Brett. We can, can feel it. Taught. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just trying to match the energy of last episode where we also mentioned how close we are to a year. That's exciting. <laughs> Exciting. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Deja vu. Mm-hmm. Deja vu. Um, but yeah, no, it's exciting. We're almost there. 21 episodes. It's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know about y'all. I come prepped with a couple topics. Also, we have a couple questions. I checked the YouTube. No questions on the YouTube this time. Apparently, Amber has not forgiven us yet. One day. Amber, please. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure she'll have, come around. We do have some questions on the Twitter. Why don't we start with one? All right. Um, so I think this would be a good one to get started with. Murphy wants us to name a band or singer, some type of musician, that we're embarrassed to admit we really like listening to. <laughs> so... I'll go first while you guys think. Um, I would like to preface this with, I'm not really embarrassed to listen to anything I like. I really, like, if I like it, I'm proud of that. Like, I watch I watch musicals. I love Rent. Wicked's one of my favorite musicals of all time. I listen to everything. I listen to country. I listen to pop. You like musicals? I love musicals. I tried to have Brett watch Rent, and he, he was done about halfway through. Uh, right around when uh, it's not even that I don't like musicals. I, it was I, that we would, it was the mooing. It was the mooing that. Got yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That, I was done after that. It's the worst scene in the movie by far. It, it was. It, that was so bad. He, he other away. parts. Other parts were pretty good. Like I was impressed, especially with some of the songs. But when it, he, yeah, when it started, I doing tried that, to tell him come back. It's, I just left. It's, nope. it, it's the worst part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone hates it. Just come back. And he was like, No, nah, I'm going to bed. I'm good. Um, so I, 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 if I bump to it, I bump to it, and I'm proud of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not. The, I know I don't look like the guy that would bump to musicals, but I do. Um, but I guess an unexpected artist that I like, um, I fuck with Jesse McCartney. Um, okay. Okay. That is controversial. Almost Jesse McCartney. Jesse McCartney had a lot of good songs. Um, Beautiful Soul might be one of the best songs I've heard in a long time. Um, 
And I also, I so I didn't get into Jesse McCartney's music when he first started. I got into his music after he ended up being the voice of Robin on Young Justice. Um, then I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It wasn't bad. And then he was on The Masked Singer a couple years ago, and I knew it was him because of the clues. Um, so I'd say Jesse McCartney. I think his music's actually really good. Um, he I don't know if some... I'm familiar with his music. I'm sure. I'm one billion percent positive you've heard Beautiful Soul. Like, I, yeah, I've heard I Beautiful probably Soul. have. I just, I don't know Offhand. his relation to music. Yeah, I understand. Um, I would definitely say, like, after the podcast, I'll remind you, Beautiful Soul, I'm one billion percent positive you've heard. It was super popular when we were younger. It's like those uh, those songs that people used to like to play for the graduation, the sad, beautiful songs. Yeah. Along the lines of that. Sure. The was that sad? Song? No, that was I unwritten. I found that by... song really peppy. Okay. Yeah. I, also, every time I see that song, all I can think of is Terry Crews. <laughs> Why is that? White chicks. Ah. I don't know. I've seen White Chicks. I just don't remember the soundtrack from it. <laughs> you don't remember Terry Crews losing his mind to that song? It's been a while, my friend. I haven't seen it. I need to rewatch it, don't I? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, you do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I would say, I would probably say Jesse McCartney. Okay. Or Bieber. I fuck with a lot of Bieber's music. I I think I was going to say Bieber. I fuck and with a lot more, of Bieber's music. Um, his mainly his music. new his mu- his recent music. Yeah, Peaches was a banger. Peaches, yeah, Peaches was great. Peaches it was, was so a good. banger. So good. So that would probably be mine. If, that's fair. Like I, I'm not necessarily embarrassed by it. Right. That's the thing. Like I, if I like it, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not cool with it. I'm not bumping his like preteen <laughs> baby. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not listening to Baby on a regular basis. Nah. You know, but like, it, but like, love yourself. Just you in the car. It's a baby. But like, love <laughs> yourself and, and peaches were both bangers. Peaches was great. It was unexpected. Um, I did not expect that from him. Uh, Brett and I heard it the way of, down to South Carolina, and we we didn't know. We it was had him no idea it was him. We, we were just like, "What is this like, song? This is a banger!" And I had to to Shazam that shit. I'm like, "Yo, you're not gonna be happy with this." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "It's Bieber." He's like, "I remember no, you guys talking no, about that." No, yeah. That's it was so weird to too because, like, <laughs> we were listening to like my phone the entire time up until that point. I lost service. And we were like, fuck it, let's just turn on the radio and see what we see what we hear. We're fine. And yeah. that that came on. We're like, the fuck is this? This is a banger. And then it got we, the remix. I remember like <laughs> as it was going, like we're just slowly bumping to it. We just kinda look over at each other like, What? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, this shit kinda hot. Yeah, Bieber's a good answer. Solo? Um, so same thing with you guys. I don't really think I'm embarrassed of anything, but I think if there was anything unexpected like that I would like to listen to, I like Tarzan, the original um, the original animated soundtrack. Tarzan, so the guy who primarily sang the songs for Tarzan, the original motion picture was uh, Philip Collins. And he just I just like his music. It's pretty it's pretty dope. It's a, it's very Disney like. 
I think that's the closest to to something I don't think people would expect I listen to. Everybody knows I listen to country, but all right. So I just I just want to make sure you know this. Phil Collins, he he's like legendary. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say I don't think there's any like, reason to be embarrassed like about no listening to Phil Collins. No one would be embarrassed listening to Phil. Phil Collins is the lead singer of Genesis. Really? <laughs> yes. So yeah, see, I don't know what I'm talking about. Phil Collins Tarzan. is legendary. No one would. If you said who's your favorite artist and someone said Phil Collins, everyone would be like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's fair." Like I don't. No, no one, no one would ever look so, at you and be like, "Really, Phil Collins?" Okay, okay, okay. Of so the Encanto, people. the new Disney movie Encanto, it had a soundtrack. Those are bangers. Encanto I don't give a fuck. Bangers. Encanto had some bangers. I'm not gonna front. Whoa. I got tired of hearing. Um, we don't talk about Bruno. That's overplayed. They I got have so tired much better of soundtracks. Hearing it, way better. It songs. was good. I just got tired of listening to it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happened with Frozen. Like, yeah, I, so, I ignore the Bruno thing. I, I don't like that meme. It was a meme. I think that people. I think that's the problem that people don't understand. And I, why not discuss it? People oversaturate a song so much that other people start to hate it. Yeah, so do you I guys mean, recognize doing that? Like when you listen to a song, you're like, "This is a banger. I need to stop listening to this because it's gonna get old." No, because if I like it, I'll listen to it, but I won't. Inf- I won't force it on other people constantly. Yeah, that, that's if the I problem, like it especially and I for put people. In, I can listen to the same song on loop for an hour. Especially for people that hadn't seen the movie. All they just hear is that song over and over. Like, that's why I didn't like the Frozen song. I hadn't even watched the movie yet, and I was tired of the fucking song. Right. It was the same for the Bruno song. I (laughs) I hadn't watched the movie yet, and I I was like, this is so annoying. I heard that song 200 times before I saw the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. And then when I got to that part of the movie, I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch this song. I did because I wanted to actually see what went with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And and I'll say this. I, I can't remember any of the names, but that uh that sister that raps during that song, she can go. <laughs> she can handle it. But it still killed the song for me because I heard it so many times. That's the difference. I can listen to a song by myself as much as I want. It won't kill the song for me if I like it. You're I choosing not to, to listen to you it. You listen to the same song or sing the same song over and over and times over. a day. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like that that kills music for people. And I, I think actually that's have to moderate it. I actually I have to moderate. Like if I find a song that I like and I really really like it, I I, I actually do oversaturate yeah. myself. Yeah, and, and then I listen happen. to it. and I'm like, yeah, that does happen to some people. Some people burn themselves out of a, a song they like. Sometimes but, I'll like a song and I'll lock it in a vault in a secret playlist and I'm like, I'm not going to touch that until like a couple of weeks from now or something. You know? So here's the thing though. If that happens, you only have yourself to blame. When other people burn out a song for you, they're just dickheads. I'm my own dickhead. Confirmed. 2022. It's not exactly how I, I mean, insert it, like, but... in regards <laughs> to like, you know, 
the Bruno and Frozen song, like oh, the Frozen song. It 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 wasn't at least in my experience. It wasn't so much people were just trying like trying to be dicks. Like oh, I'm just gonna play this in front of you over and over again to annoy you. People just kept playing it. And it so, was a mass of people. So, like, because so many people kept playing it. Yeah, but then there are groups of people who you'll be, you somebody will say, like, oh, my God, I'm tired of hearing this song. And they'll and just turn it the up. Song. Yeah. Those are the worst kind of people. I hate this song. Turns it all the way up. Okay. Now I hate it even or like, more. Or like, I'm like, fuck, man, can we just not listen to it on loop? That would have been worse for people that had, like, kids. <laughs> So that's different. And and for the, the parents out there that had to watch that movie a thousand times, I sympathize. I mean, hell, do you guys remember with Netflix, that lady that Netflix actually sent, like, paramedics to check on her because their analytics came back and she had watched the B-movie on loop for, like, 150 days straight? I didn't know. That's that's. I never heard that. I heard about the B movie, part, I don't, but I didn't I don't hear about them actually exactly sending like how a it worked, But like yeah. Netflix got their analytics back. I don't remember how long it was, but it was the B movie, pretty much on loop for a very long time, far longer than it had any right to be. And like Netflix reached out to check on this lady to mm-hmm. make sure she was okay because I heard it about was that. just the same thing nonstop. I remember like, uh, my, my sisters growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, for them, it was the Shrek movie. Mm. Like the first Shrek, which was a great movie. So what they'd come up to me and like, "Hey, can we watch this?" I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I like Shrek." And then we'd finish it. I'm about to leave. Let's watch it again. I'm like, um, "Oh, okay." And then again, and then again, and again. And I'm just like, yo, this has to stop. There was a yo. period I didn't like the Shrek movie because of how much I watched it with my sisters. I, That's past now, and I still love Shrek. But That's, I know what you mean. Like, Amanda, Amanda loves, like, we'll watch a movie on Tuesday when it premieres. And then next week comes along and then say, hey, you want to go watch it with my friends? I'm like, I saw that entire movie a week ago in full, in theaters. What am I gonna go do in theaters again? I'm not. I'm not good with rewatching movies. I'm just not. I can't do it. I can't do it. it. Like you already read the plot. You already know how it ends. I can't do it. I can rewatch a movie. I can rewatch a movie. Uh, I don't know if I can rewatch one. it immediately. Like exactly. Like not the next week. Give me like a month at least. And even then, I won't go to the theaters. I don't want to. I'll. I'll go see a movie in theaters more than once. If I'm going with a different group, because it'll yeah. be a different experience. That's fair, and I'm sure that's why people do it. Um, so I pulled it up just to check the the numbers. Um, Netflix uh, Netflix sends someone to check on subscriber who watched the B movie 357 times in the span of a month and a half. Oh my gosh! Apparently, the mother of quote obsessed ten month old. Has tried getting the child to watch other movies, including Trolls, Cars, um, and other Disney films, but nothing works like the B movie. A ten-month-old is already addicted to to 
a 10-month-old. Found the movie, and it's probably the only thing that calms down the time. Every kid has that one thing that just calms them down for no yeah. reason. I know for a lot of kids, it used to be the Cars movie. Ka-chow! For me, I think it was uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Hmm. I liked um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood calmed me down a lot. It was pleasant. One of my sisters, it was uh, Bear in the Big Blue House. Hmm? One of my sisters was obsessed with Bear in the Big Blue House. Ah. Hmm. And my other sister, my oldest sister, Alyssa, she... uh, she loved this horrifying show. Oh, it was terrifying. Boobaz? Never heard of it. Oh my god, you need to look up what a boobah looks like. It's like a monstrous looking Teletubby. Whoa! <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Boobahs are terrifying. I... That is terrifying. They, Brett, I need you to look this up. They're petrifying. Like, the fact that this was a children's show is not okay. It looks like a, almost like a bearded man in a little, little gremlin like costume. Like a weird fat suit? Yeah, super weird. They're like monstrous Teletubbies. They're terrifying. I really don't like this image. There's one where he has a bunch of like pool balls in his mouth. I don't, I don't like that. Oh, I see that one. What? That's terrifying. That's, what are you guys looking up? Hold on a minute. Yeah, just put Bro, Booba, Booba in there, like, and this is the second picture. It's like he's looking into your soul. Are you, are you guys looking at the same thing as me? Yes. B o o b a Booba. B o o h b a h. I need you to type in B o o b a and look at the image <laughs> yeah, search results now. Ugh. <laughs> 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 that's not that's not good either. Alright, what was the one you wanted me to look up? B O O H B A H. This is more terrifying, I will say. But the boobahs are still really creepy. Ew. <gasps> oh my gosh. So we were looking at a completely different booba. You weren't looking at you were looking at booba. <laughs> that's B- even more yeah, terrifying. B O O H B A H Booba. Those They're things look like little grapes. Deformed Teletubbies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're Those are like with babies. But this not is what... only, but look, here's the thing. If you look at them and you look at the fourth, third or fourth picture, there's one that looks realistic. The reason that one looks realistic is because they were toys. Ugh. My sister had the purple one. That looks, look at its eyes. It looks like it's oh, looking back at us. It, it, they just took the purple one's head and put it on a black reflective surface. They're terrifying. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm going to get this off of my screen. That was one of, that was a, that was a children's show. And my, my oldest sister, she was obsessed with it. And I had to deal with it because I'm older than her. That's terrifying, dude. That's where I would draw the line. Yeah, this shit was that's, creepy. That's when you introduced her to la- to, to the reading rainbow. Or at one shit. point, her nickname became Booba, and I'm like, I'm not calling you that. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna transition off of this as something more less terrifying. Childhood. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so I believe we talked about this previously on a podcast. No, um, you're wrong. The creator of Yu Gi Oh passing yeah. away. All right, so so we talked about that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we never talked about 
why it happened. We didn't talk about what happened? Like, we didn't talk about how he died? We I don't think we talked knew. about... Yeah, no one knew how ah. he died. They hadn't released Cause of Death yet, I don't think. Oh, wow. So they did release Cause of Death eventually. It took a while. And the reason it took a while was because... Um, they didn't want to hurt someone's feelings, necessarily. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a story. So he, he died back in July... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now in July, um, I think it was like early in the afternoon or uh, sometime in the afternoon, a U.S. captain, her husband, and a U.S. major were going diving. The major was a diving instructor. He was teaching them to do some deep dives. So they're they're making their way towards the water when they hear a scream. Uh, a woman screaming and so they they start to rush over and they see this woman she's pointing towards like this cove and there's a her daughter and her boyfriend are there struggling like in the water about to drown so she's she's like calling for help and you know these guys uh mainly the the husband and uh, the major very good swimmers so they they you know they rush out there to go help and uh, before they get there, uh, just kind of panning over to the the daughter and uh, the boyfriend, um, there was somebody that rushed over after hearing the screams and tried to help. Um, and so, like from her account, this guy in red shorts and he had a snorkel on, you know, he was doing some stuff in the water, came over and tried to help pull him out of the water, right? Um, so he's like kind of keeping them afloat trying to pull them out and as the major and uh, the husband start you know swimming over a giant wave comes and hits them all of a sudden the man in red shorts disappears so they get over there they barely managed to get them out everyone was struggling trying to get out of the water they finally made it out and everyone was asking the question where was the guy in the red shorts Fast forward to some days later, they find Kazuki Takanashi washed up on the beach. Hmm. So he died saving somebody's life. He died basically. trying to save people's lives. Man, that's really sad. What a way to go. He he he's a legend, man. He's a- that reminds me of um <clears throat> that reminds me of Shad Gaspard. I know I know you guys probably don't know who that yep. is, but. Uh, we we talked about that previously. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, how he died trying to save his son. Yeah, a wrestler. During COVID, they went to the beach and there was like a weird like undertide, riptide, and um, he was like pushing his son to shore, and the lifeguard came out and he told the lifeguard to take his son first. And by the time the lifeguard came back to find him, he was gone. They found yeah. him like two days later, but he died saving his son's life. Like. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I would imagine as a father, like, you'd be willing to make that trade any day. That's sad. But it's still really sad. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the reason no one knew about it is the authorities, after they made the connection that, hey, this might be him, um, and obviously they started to fact check it, they didn't want to release it because they didn't want the girl to feel who he tried to responsible. save. Yeah, didn't want her to feel responsible for his death, so they like 
kept it hidden. I I, I feel like that's a weird yeah thing to keep hidden because it's not like I don't know. It's it's not like he died in bad circumstances. Like he, I don't know. That, Survivor's guilt is a powerful thing, though. It is. Survivor's guilt's rough. I I hope I really hope they let somebody know when they were saved by somebody who they didn't find and couldn't find afterwards. Like I would I, I, I would want to know because I owe them my life. Yeah, like dude, where'd right. you go? I mean, I guess I guess for like the next few days, like that was like the only thing she cared about was where was this guy in red shorts and. It got to the point because it was never released because they didn't know anything like the people involved with that particular case didn't know anything about the fact that this guy was found. They started to think that maybe they didn't see something right. Like they started to doubt themselves that it actually happened. Right. Like they thought they saw like the silhouette of a man trying to help them, but they were paddling through water. So they didn't know if they really saw it. She said that there was some guy in red shorts, but, like, there was no evidence that this guy was actually there. Right. It wasn't until that they released that this happened that they were able to find the evidence to prove, like, oh, yeah, he actually had a rental car at that area where it took place. Right. He was there. Yeah. That's crazy. That's That's sad, man. It's it's sad. Um, He's a goat, though. He died like a goat. Yeah. He died like a goat. He went out a hero. Mm Mm-hmm. And... If we're being if we're being a hundred, he gave he's responsible for one of the most banger openings ever. Yes, dude. Yes, like, all the way. Like banger intros. The, the entrance that like the entrance music for Yu Gi Oh was fucking saucy. Every time you hear it, get your blood pumping a little bit. Yeah, the adrenaline kicks in. Like you just get into it, bro. It's time to do 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 do. Like that shit was bad, bro. Like the way it just goes, like yeah, that shit went hard. (laughs) And it's funny because, like, I feel like the big two when Yu Gi Oh was out was Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon. Those were the Mm -hmm. big two, and they both have such bangers for intros, but for such different reasons. Because there's like. Eight words in Yu-Gi-Oh's entrance. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and Pokemon's a full-blown song. Hell, it's got a second verse that most people don't even know about. Because it's a full song. <laughs> it's yeah, so no, good. That's funny. It is. Uh, speaking what of Pokemon, we are two weeks away from the new Pokemon games coming out. On uh, What is it going to come out on? Switch. You have a switch, yes. And this is the one that we're supposed to be multiplayer. Able to... Multiplayer, all right. Yep. Oh, Amber and I is multiplayer. Amber and I are my... already ready. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go buy my online subscription. It's only like five bucks for. Um... Oh, you mean like there in Japan? No, I mean you have to. Pay you have to, to have a. Online. You have to pay to have an online plan. Oh, yeah. isn't isn't it cheap though? Isn't it like five bucks or something? Thought it was like fifty. Oh shit! That's the case. I don't. I don't recall it being cheap. I don't recall it being cheap either. I didn't pay uh, for it, but I don't recall it being cheap. And this is for um, Nintendo. You guys are talking about Switch, Nintendo yeah. Switch for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Dang! I remember I paid five bucks for something then, but it was a while ago. It could have been like a yeah, like a retro game plan or something. I had access to old games. Yeah, mm. I don't know. but I know that this new Pokemon comes out two weeks from today. 
Is it Scarlet and Violet now? Scarlet and Violet, yep. Ooh. Gen 9. We're getting new Pokemon, and it's supposed to be fully functional open world multiplayer. Drop in, drop out mechanics where your friends can just drop in and join you and roam the world playing Pokemon with you. Man, I'm going to buy a Nintendo Switch. I imagine it's going to be a thing where, like, the progress you make in your friend's world doesn't actually translate over to yours. I don't know. I hope it does. That'd be badass. Like, trade with your friend and then you level up So here's the thing. maybe, Maybe not gym battle progress, but, like, what you catch has to count. I, and yeah, I hope that counts. Um, I What I really hope is that they don't put some kind of limit to where, like, you can only keep what you hold on your person when you take out. I can't like, that would be annoying. I can't that imagine. would be lame, yeah. That'd be really annoying. It'd I can a, see it happening. It'd be a because, bad mechanic. Yeah. My, my biggest question is, like, how... Yeah, it... it it is the progress, but it's like the progress through the world, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there are going to, as always, when there's more than, more than one game in a generation, there are going to be exclusives to each game. So, like, Amber and I have already made plans to play this. She got Violet. I'm getting Scarlet. That way we can get all the Pokemon. But what if, like, I join her world and I don't get progress in my world? So now, like, my exclusives that are in the later part of the game, I'm going to still have to work my way through to get to them. I want to think just based on the way Pokemon's always been, like, they've always let you, you know, back when you used to have cables connecting the Game Boy Colors or the Game Boy Advances, you used to just, like, trade Pokemon. Yeah, but it's different because you're actually dropping into their world. True. Yeah. But I'd hope because of the same spirit of what they go for that they I don't know. That's what we want. That's this what the is consumer the first time I, they we're must ever know. getting real multiplayer in man. Pokemon. And there's also a Nintendo Switch Pokemon and Scarlet edition. It looks sick, man. It does. Ooh. But that's two ah. weeks away. I'm excited. I just hope it's as good as it's it it's been hyped up to be. <laughs> Please let us know. I'll I'll buy it in a heartbeat if yeah, it's good. I'll let you know. Mm. But um but yeah, so um, why don't we answer another question? Let's do it. Jinx. We'll, uh, we'll go back to the theme of music. We got another music question. Uh, also from Murphy. Uh, most of the time, someone's most popular song is also their best. But do you have any examples where the most popular song isn't the best song they ever put out? Um, I have a few. Okay. Kendrick Lamar, his most popular song is Humble, and he has an entire catalog of music better than that song. That's facts. That's facts. That's Man. Facts. Definitely facts. Stealing my answer. That's facts. Um, I was going to say Michael Jackson. That's a like a blatant one. His most famous is definitely Thriller. Yeah, and he, has, yeah. he does have He's got a, songs. a yeah. shit ton of songs better than that. Um, Eminem. Eminem has a whole plethora. We we can't we, we always touch this subject. But can't choose but one. like if if I had to guess, I would say Eminem's most popular is probably Lose Yourself. Let's it, check it's this probably theory out. We most have the internet. famous. But that doesn't mean it's the best. Spotify it, most popular for Eminem is Without Me, Slim Shady and Mockingbird. 
Still, I can think of so many that are better. Or not better, but at know. least same Mockingbird. caliber. Mockingbird. Oof. Oof. Eminem's tough, but... Yeah. I don't know if... Is Without Me really his most popular song? I would say Lose uh, Yourself a, is. On Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah, but Spotify's limited. Yeah. Spotify's a very select audience. There's so many other ways to listen to music. Yeah. I'd say Lose Yourself. Maybe My Name Is? I would say My Name Is is up there. I The only reason I'm saying Lose Yourself is because, because of 8 Mile. There's literally a movie. Like, there's a movie all about that song. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, Which, it's a really good song. It is, but it's not his best. It's not, I wouldn't even put Lose Yourself in his top five. Uh, Who else? Who else has songs where their most popular is not their best song? Post Malone. I don't listen to a lot of Post Malone. Ah, ooh, okay. I don't. I don't know a lot of his music. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. I would believe it, but I, I don't know a lot of it. Ozzy Osbourne. I'd say his most popular is probably Crazy Train. What would you say his best is? Ooh. Am I allowed to include Black Sabbath? Because he was the lead singer of Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say you could include Black Sabbath. I would yeah. say Iron Man, though. Um. Do the most. I just do a lot. Andy Minio. So he has, like, um, like the bangers are his most played on Spotify, but he has a lot of really good ones that, don't, that aren't top five, at least in Spotify. God, you got to get out of the world of Spotify, man. You really do. Spotify is I, very limited. Brett I like Spotify. Me to the world of YouTube music. YouTube music is so. Here's the thing. I like Spotify. I do. I listen to Spotify. I have Spotify Premium, but no one uses Spotify on their computer. But you, you, you can. But people don't. So what do you guys use on your computer? YouTube. 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 Interesting. I have the Spotify app. <laughs> Everyone uses YouTube. Hmm. Some people use Spotify. Everyone that has the internet uses YouTube. There's more variety too. The music that you can find on YouTube, it I mean, won't you appear can, in you Spotify. Can find just about everything. Right. The yeah. only way, the, the, when you're gonna go for niches in terms of music, you're probably looking on like SoundCloud. Like the places that you find the niche, you're probably not finding on Spotify. Because you find some good songs. You had sent me that song by that one guy who is part of the band or the hip hop group Coast Contra, and I'd never heard of them, and I I could never see myself finding it in Spotify. They're really bad at finding YouTube. new artists. I got mm-hmm. another answer. Who? Papa Roach. Yes, yes, yes. Last resort is last resort or scars. One billion percent is their most popular. You can pick which one. I, I'd probably Scars say has resort. to be. I'd probably yeah. say Last Resort. This is my last resort. Born for Greatness is by far a better song. Mm-hmm. And so Agreed. is Help. Most of their Crooked Teeth album is, is better than those older songs. They're just legendary. I thought of that while you were saying that. But I did think of something else 
while you were talking about uh, uh, hip hop group and stuff like that. Um, I'm assuming everybody heard, but just in case you didn't, did everybody hear that one of the Migos died? Shot in a bowling alley, apparently. No, I, I didn't hear that. Yep. One of the three Migos died. He got shot in a bowling alley on a Halloween night. In a bowling alley, man. Yeah, of all places, a bowling alley. What a way to go. Like, was it was it random violence or targeted violence? I don't. I I I didn't see that much information. Uh, let me see if I can see anything. Um. Takeoff, member of the rap group Migos, shot outside of a private party in Houston. Um, received a call. The, the call was received around 2.30 in the morning, local time. Um, two other people, a 23-year-old man and a 24-year-old woman, were also injured in the shooting um, and went to the hospital with nine, non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and police told police an argument took place after the party ended when a large group of people gathered at the front door area outside of the building, which led to the shooting. At least 40 people were at the scene at the time of the shooting. Hmm. Might, might've been a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. It might've just got heated and somebody pulled a gun. Yeah. There's so many rappers going like that. It's sad either way. And I'll say this: right. I don't really, li- I, I never really listen to the Migos. That still doesn't make this any less sad. You know what no, I mean? Like, don't I, have to be a fan of somebody for like their death, loss of life. To, you know, and yeah. and there's times where I wouldn't care. Some, I mean, this might sound harsh, but some people kind of deserve it. Not, I, I've never heard anything bad about the Migos. Their music's never really been for me, but like, right. like if if this same story had come out about Takashi Six Nine, I wouldn't care. But it's the Migos. They're decent because Takashi Six Nine. All I've ever heard is that he's a garbage human being. Yeah. So like, if this came about uh, came out about him, I'd be like, mm, not really, sh- not really surprised. All Honestly, all accounts suggest him, that it- I, I probably. Probably would have expected it to happen sooner. Right. I, like, I would say, like, all accounts place. suggest you had it coming. But I've never heard anything negative about the Migos other than just people not liking their music. Right. So that makes it that makes it more sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I heard but, about that. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's 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 sad that, that that's a problem. It's a big problem. Over the recent years, a lot of people have died that are rappers that just happen to be either place, targeted or just pop shit off. Just pop shit off. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think part of me says like it kind of comes with the lifestyle because for some reason people think that that's the life you have to live as a rapper. You don't like you have, yeah. You don't actually. You don't have, have to live to be the thug in life. Circles of people that like commit crimes and shit like that. Right, like, that's like not... you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. 
your personal life and who you ride with and and if you bang or not does not determine whether or not I fuck with your music. Mm-hmm. Your music determines whether I fuck with your music. But you know, there's a big audience of people who like the culture and like the whole... And sure. that's why they follow but, him. Like, that's why like, they have a following let, of thousands of people. But let's keep it real. Post Malone. He's not a hard ass. <laughs> he don't ride with no bangers. He's still one of the most popular out there right now. I don't listen to Posty. I respect the hell out of what he's done, though. He don't ride with fucking morons trying to act like a thug. He just looks like an idiot with all his tattoos. <laughs> and... For the record, if, like, that's how you started, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay there. No. When you reach that level of fame... You, you do what you want. You, ha- you literally have the luxury of cutting off... Anyone. That part Everyone. Of your- yeah, anyone. Which is the anyone whole point of this. That- the whole point of you stepping up, doing stuff that people in your community haven't done is to eventually grow and not grow away from them. Well, But, like, if, if that's not the scene, that's not the scene. Look at it's Eminem. Safe. Look at Eminem. We always bring him up. Look at Eminem. He's... The top dog in the rap game. And people can say, no, he's not. Yes, the fuck he is. Shut up. Eminem is the top dog in the rap game. And people might get mad at that because it's a white boy on top. Get over it. He earned it. He earned it. 50 will tell you. Yeah, they mad that a white boy is on top, but he the greatest. (laughs) Has Eminem ever been known to be a banger? Is he out there running, running that game? No. I mean, there was a time that he was a part of that life when shit was popping off, but he's moved on from that. Right. In fact, everyone from that stage where it was real moved on from that. Yeah, of course. And that's okay. You can move away from that. Um, So real quick, um, just so our YouTube viewers know, um, you're going to pretty much for the rest of this episode, see a pop-up in the bottom right corner, constantly going off because I'm having USB connection issues. Um, luckily our editor, Brett will be able to deal with the audio that keeps going off in my ears. So you won't have to hear any of that because yep. he uses our audacity microphone quality. Um, so I'm going to have to listen to this ping for the next 45 minutes but none of you will but every time you see this pop-up in the bottom right that says display connection might be limited just understand it's wrong uh man that sucks anyway um (laughs) that sucks anyways that sounds like sounds like a rough time for you here's what's really weird you heard me that entire time. My microphone never cut out during that entire no, thing, did no, it? No. My no, microphone is in issues. that display port. Anywho, it's working. It's working at like ninety nine point nine percent effectiveness. Like it, it's that. It's that other point one percent that so causes the pop. The best part is they're gonna see. I'm looking at the recording right now. They're going to see the pop-up keep happening, but they can't actually read it because it's behind our episode number and the listen on Spotify sticker. So, mm-hmm. like, they're going to just keep seeing this pop-up in the background in the bottom right, but not actually be able to read it. 
I wonder if, like, if you hadn't said anything, would anyone have actually noticed? Oh, I'm sure. It's very distracting to see it keep popping up. So, please try and ignore it. Or don't. Or don't. Just stare just at it. Ra- rave about it in the comment section. It's, I, I tried my best to avoid it. I can't do anything about Yell it. Yell at him repeatedly. The only way to <laughs> fix it is to unplug everything. And if I do that, it's going to severely distort the recording. So... It's all right. Brett will edit it. He'll add CGI. He'll cut and snip and add audio, and it'll sound fade away. He's the best. Brett, you got this. I Brett's gotten much better at editing than I thought. <laughs> Over um, the span of a week. <laughs> I'm just going to throw CGI into the podcast. Let's just, just throw uh, it on there. <laughs> let's go ahead and get this last question out of the way real quick. Uh, Murphy asks, um, what's a show you think should have never been canceled and a show that you think should have been canceled sooner. Uh, Firefly should have never been canceled. Okay. And realistically, um, Supernatural should have ended sooner. So I agree with Supernatural should have ended sooner, but does that mean it should have been canceled? Uh, maybe not canceled. Like, like it. Yeah, I guess it wasn't canceled. I was going to say The Flash. The Flash should have been canceled a while ago. Did, did Do you like The Flash? Did you like The Flash? Did I liked it for the first five seasons. But it's just progressively gotten more and more annoying. And I'm very much tired of how the power of love solves everything. I also steadily stopped hearing about people actually watching the show. Right. Because it got bad. So um, I I was like, I had this thought a while ago, like, where where are they getting the views that kept the show going? Yep. Or Batwoman. Batwoman should have been canceled after its first season. Oh, I never watched Batwoman. There's a reason for that. Have you guys seen Sensei on um, Netflix? No. Really? Sensei? Sense 8. So oh, S- Sense 8. Yeah. Uh um, I saw the first season. I wasn't particularly impressed. I, I liked it. I not, really liked not, it. Not necessarily like the idea wasn't great, but ah. like it might not be your cup I of tea. I loved it. I didn't I really enjoy it. the acting that well. Like I I loved it. it I just liked the cultural aspect, like the way they were able to go into different. Anyways, that was canceled. Two seasons out. I feel like they should have at least given it one more season to actually close it out because it wasn't really fleshed out well. At least give me the last fucking season, man. So that's at least my give other it to thing. Me. I think that there's a lot of shows that got canceled and they should have just gotten one more season to finish it. Yeah. I think the problem is that a lot of these companies, the way they contract out these shows is to make sure that they're serialized. So that's like, hey, there's going to be a couple seasons. Well, what if there's not? Like, can you just make it an, like before season one used to be an entire like theme and then the season two would be, okay, let's do a different aspect of this. Let's do a different part. Now it seems like it's more so we're going to make sure to divide this main story into 17 little pieces. And then when it doesn't work out, they cancel stuff. And it's like, come on. And it's, it's frustrating that way, but it also makes sense because money, let's, let's say, well, not, not even money, but let's say you watch season one. You were on the fence about it. If it ended definitively, you might not come back for season two. 
if it ended with a cliffhanger and you were on the fence, you're going to come back for season two to finish deciding which side of the fence you're on. Ah, we're in the short term, the short memory span generation. Of course, they have so, to get so, that way. So I, I agree with you in the idea that season one should be a story. And for the most part, that story is should complete. Wrap. And then there should be something that segues into the potential of the next season. Right. A cliffhanger. That course. way you have a reason to, oh, I want to come back because I want to know what happened. I agree with that. But at I the like same that. time, mm-hmm. the story that they've been telling you did, in fact, complete. And that's something I do feel like has right. been taken and away a lot. The other thing is, is that a lot of shows can get away with it because they sign initial contracts for two seasons. So they, Rick and Morty had one season and then got renewed for seven. And I mean, that's, that's something else about the cancellation is like it being canceled. A lot of times that just terminates the contract. Right. Like just because like they, they had intentions like, Oh, Hey, we're supposed to be doing three seasons of a show. Mm-hmm. First season goes, and they didn't get the response that they wanted, and they cancel it. A good example of that would be uh, The Mist. The TV show? <laughs> I liked it. I liked The Mist. I never saw it. Is it was it good? I never saw it. I thought it was I never great. thought. I, don't, I didn't know how you would elongate such a As such a an Stephen event. King fan, I thought ah. it was great. That's great. I need uh, to so watch it. So here's the thing. People, people always say, like, oh, I watched a movie... How could I possibly turn this into a longer TV show like you just exactly said? me? You got to keep <laughs> in mind that two and a half hour movie took from a six hundred page book. Ah, it was a Stephen King book. You're right. Yes, That's what it was based on. I read it. Uh, honestly, you read the entire book. Yes, three most times. of Stephen King stuff should probably be done in episodic format. I mean, or there multiple are movies. movies. Yeah, that were done like that. Where they had Mr. They Mercedes like that as episodes. Um, I think that was one of the shows. Mr. Mercedes came out based on a book, I think, of of him, Stephen King. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty good. I got a, a little bit into it. Did you watch it? Yeah. Good. It was fine. Eh. Um, Ooh. another show that got canceled recently that I didn't want to get canceled was uh, Fate. The Never um, seen it. Do you guys remember when we were younger? I don't. I, I doubt any of us watched it, but we should probably remember it. The Winx Saga show with all the I'm fairies. I'm familiar with what you're talking about. It's fate, the reason I never watched the Fate show. Fate got a live action <laughs> adaptation of the Winx Saga, mm-hmm. um, but it made it more serious, and it wasn't like just a dumb fairy show. It was like a brooding teenager show, kinda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was actually really good and it got two seasons and then it just got canceled and I'm, I'm upset about it cause I actually liked it. Um, but you know, I do think, for... I think that Go shows ahead. universal rule because every show I can think of that I feel like it went too long shows shouldn't go past five seasons. I kind of agree. Cause there's some shows I was like, dude, come on. We're on the eighth season of Blacklist, and I'm at season... We're watching Blacklist on Netflix, me and Amanda. We're, like, on season three of the show, and I'm like, you've already, like, fully fleshed out the entire premise of the show. How are you going to add on, basically, four or five more seasons of this? Right. 
I mean, I mean supernatural. For, for the record, they they did like the blacklist. They kind of did relatively successfully. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's we're still watching it. <laughs> but like yeah. Supernatural was supposed to end after five. They brought it back. Buffy was supposed to end at five. They brought it back. Like five seems to be the magic number. This is where we should stop the show. Stranger Things stopping after five. Now, if you ask me, when did four is the only end? season they've actually had that was really good? Um, I think Dexter's a show. Dexter. Dexter's a show. They should have ended earlier than they did. They should have canceled it earlier than it did. I don't oh. know what season, but Dexter. I, Dexter was fine until the ending. <sighs> Exactly. Exactly. It, 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 so it, it, scrap the but, entire but season. But does a bad ending mean it should have been canceled? Sooner? It was that bad, in my opinion. No, 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 it no, was no, no, that no. bad. It means the no, ending it, should have been written better. Have yeah, you... they should have just done the ending better. I mean, they... there's a, like the ending was so bad that they got greenlit to make a new series about Dexter. Have you guys seen that? No, I haven't seen it yet. Really I'm good. Recommend for it to finish honestly because yeah. mm-hmm. i will binge the fuck out of it which well, doesn't help the ratings like people like the, me but the other thing is if it if a bad ending to a show means it should have been canceled sooner we can say that for a lot of shows lost a prime example had a it's horrid a ending mm-hmm. but a bad. I don't think a bad ending means the show should have been canceled sooner. I think it means the writer should have ended it better. Hmm. Because up until the ending of Dexter, the last three episodes of Dexter are the worst. But I up agree. until that, it's a great show. Even within the season, they're ending. Yeah, the show, even the garbage ending season was good up until the last three episodes. We can agree to disagree there. You didn't like the entire last season? I it's just the ending ruins it for me. I, no, it I agree. Itself. The ending's horrible. It, it, re, it redeemed itself you, with the new spin-off but when, show. But when you're when you're watching, before you get to those last three episodes, when you were watching Dexter, it was solid, right? Yeah, of course. Which means the ending was bad. If you take out the ending and you put a good ending in it, Hold solid. On. So let's say it like this. Let's let me rephrase it and see if it changes your answer, Solo. Do you think we should have gotten a different ending, or do you think the ending should have been what? However, the season before ended. Different ending. Then it shouldn't have been canceled. It should have been written better. Should have been because if it was canceled, it would have ended the way season seven ended. Mm. Yeah, it, it it like the way it should have been canceled like if, if it should have been canceled it means the entirety of that season was, shouldn't have happened shouldn't have happened like nothing about it was good so the last they three went, episodes should have been canceled that is all they should have been rewritten yes okay i think we've answered that question um, fairly thoroughly yeah yeah, yeah yeah um so i got a question but, uh, for you guys yes okay I was uh, scrolling through TikTok as I do and saw a snippet of another podcast that I do like because these guys are hysterical. And I think you guys have probably seen them. Brett, I know I th- I'm almost confident you have because we I think we had a conversation about the guy that likes the uh, the cucumber Gatorade and saves half of it for later. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Maybe it wasn't you then. Maybe it was Quinn. I don't know. But these guys are hysterical, and there's one guy that's very logical about everything, and then the other guy 
who's probably the more fun of the two, kind of dumb with everything. And he's hysterical. And like a while ago, they did a, a thing about how his favorite flavor of Gatorade is the cucumber Gatorade, which is disgusting. And uh, he'll only drink half of it so that he can save um, the other half so that he can just smell it. Interesting. That's um, yeah, really weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. And um, recently, he they did an episode on Halloween, and they're in their Halloween mm-hmm. costumes. And dude was like, "Man, this shit's really itchy. Who decided that we should wear these without clothes underneath?" And the other guy just went, "What? You? You made that decision?" So my question for you, gentlemen, is when you wear a Halloween costume, do you wear clothes underneath? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think it, it, like, depends on the costume. Like, what the costume's made of. If it's just, like, one of those thin, like, layers that you put over yourself, I got clothes on underneath. What about right. a skin mark? If, like, those the clothes suits? I'm wearing are a part of the costume, that's different. Right. Um, his reasoning. But I'm telling you, I'm not raw dogging a costume. His reasoning was, I didn't know I was supposed to wear clothes because it came with pants and a belt. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And so, homie, so other homie went, if I took this off right now, I could go outside. If you took that off right now, you'd go to jail. He was like, he was like, the gap has pants and belts. You go in there, butterball naked. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was so oh, ridiculous, yeah. bro. Anyway, so well, I was just curious. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I, it, it's a podcast I've never seen before, but it was something I was scrolling like through uh, YouTube Shorts, and like I saw these guys talking about this uh, this Twitter post that came out. It was a uh, it was like a mugshot, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this person in uh, a cow costume. <laughs> the headline is, man pretends to be a cow in milking competition. <laughs> Gets jacked off for hours. <laughs> so, oh, like, no. the information that went with it was um, this man uh, named Carl Twinley in Texas was arrested um, for public indecency and masturbation. Uh, by deception um he was in this 4-h milking competition and carl was milked by a total of 13 contestants before his ruse was uncovered i don't understand how does one mistakenly do that Right, and that's that's what that that's what that little episode is over. Like, how does that make any sense? How do you how do you mistake that for? How do thirteen people miss that? Um, well, I did I did some research. It's fake. Okay, makes sense. Um, and like the the picture itself, it's not even a man. It's actually a woman's mugshot from like two thousand and eight, dressed up as a cow. <laughs> she was dressed up as a cow for some Halloween thing, and she got arrested for public like public intoxication or something like some indecency or something like that but like that's terrifying first first shot like definitely think it's a man in a fucking <laughs> <How does laughs> think it's a happen? man in a cow costume 
Um, <laughs> someone just made it. Like someone saw the picture, they put a story together, posted on Twitter. And fake that's news. That's how fake news gets spread. Yeah. Well, talking about that, you know, they they um, Elon Musk's, and this is going to make sense in a second. Elon Musk took over, bought out Twitter, right? And he's a big advocate of letting the crazies say stuff that's not real, just because it's the freedom of right. And I don't, I don't have, I'm not going to dive into that part. But something started trending on Twitter because they're just trying to fuck with him. Trump is dead. So the hashtag has been going crazy. And like all these comedians and people started picking it up and just started retweeting it as a form of kind of like mocking Elon Musk because he's this big like, we're not going to take anything down. We're not going to verify anything now. So that just reminded me of what you were saying. That also is trending on Twitter right now. He's okay, by the way. Elon Musk is going to be the reason a lot of people leave Twitter. A lot of people are leaving it. I I, I 100% believe it. Well, he decided um, that he wanted to make this new thing where, so they're adding like this ability where you can get like a, a subscription to Twitter so that you can like edit your tweets instead of having to delete them and send a new one and stuff like that. And that's fine. If it's a subscription based thing, it's a choice, whatever. Sure. I don't give a shit. The problem is apparently his plan is to make everybody that is a verified Twitter user with the blue check mark. Make it mandatory for them to get the subscription. In order to keep their blue check. Right. So a lot of people are just like, fuck Twitter. And from my understanding, I don't know if I misread it, but they're also insinuating that if you buy this plan, you'll get a blue check mark. I I do. From what I understand, that is the insinuation, but I doubt it. It, That's what they're insinuating. I'm like, bro, what then? I mean... That only makes sense. Otherwise, their business model is like what? Target all the celebrities and, and popular people? I think they're either yeah, way. Those it's a are the stupid idea. Have money. They even fired a lot of people. But at Twitter, I mean that that's gonna get rid of like like if if they do a thing where you pay it and you get a blue check mark, it gets rid of the point of the blue check. What's mark. the whole point? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's no real verification. I mean, I'll say this: the blue check mark instantly makes people more inclined to follow you. I will very quickly get that subscription. I will. <laughs> but then it's like it, once it becomes a cultural thing, it's like, oh, you you got $7 too? You pay you pay Twitter every every month for $7? Okay. If $7 a month means an extra 1000 followers a month, you damn uh, right yeah, I Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> I'm just That's, saying. I'm hey man. I will, I just just having the blue check mark People, there's um, a lot of scams going around in a lot of programs where people, if you pay them like a couple grand, they'll go through the trouble of making fake articles about you, making you seem like a celebrity of a person of importance, just so you can be verified on Instagram and Twitter. Like yeah. thousands of dollars under the table type stuff. Crazy. Um, so just as a real quick, as another uh, notation, because people are going to see that it happened and uh, we're not just going to ignore it. Um, I don't know what's happening with my computer right now, um, but my computer itself is no longer showing its monitor, so everything transferred to this monitor. So we had a brief moment where everybody just got the infinite gaze into OBS, um, and I just wanted to address it so that people don't think that they're crazy when they saw it happen. Uh, don't listen so, to him. You're crazy. Yeah, homie, you, you need a new computer. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I don't know why. So here's the thing. I use a laptop and 
the laptop is right here. My mo my second monitor is here. And the laptop was the screen I had the OBS on so that I could look towards the camera while looking at you guys. For some reason, my laptop monitor has shut off. And everything moved to the alternate monitor. The laptop is still running, or I wouldn't be here talking. Did you wiggle the mouse? Nothing. I'm just curious. Oh, just... I can't leave this monitor anymore. <clears throat> ah, this no. is the only okay. monitor. Could it be due to that uh, USB issue you're having? I don't know, but you know what's great? The USB issue stopped. Damn it. <laughs> one thing one thing is fixed, another just breaks. So <laughs> so right now I have Discord over top of OBS. So if the uh, the alignment looks funny, I don't know. My sincerest apologies to everybody. I can't see my recording anymore. Uh, but I did just want to address it. We haven't stopped talking since it happened. Uh, so I just wanted to take a brief moment. You are not crazy when you saw the infinite abyss that was OBS. You are crazy. Um, and hopefully the recording still looks good. Hopefully. hopefully. If it doesn't, I highly recommend you use this episode on Spotify. <laughs> if it doesn't. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, take us into something else. Ooh, what um, you got? What you got? What you got? California does weird things. Right? <laughs> We can agree. Yeah. I'm sure, Fuck those I'm sure guys. we can agree, right? What? Um, what? So, so <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, during <laughs> during my, my vacation, um, my, I went to Michigan. My mom came, visited me while I was in Michigan. Um, and so we, we she lives in California, and we started talking about California. And something that came up was uh, gas-powered vehicles are going to become illegal. That's a, that's a like, strong statement what? to say. I was like, what? <laughs> what What do you mean by that? And they're like, yeah, no, like, they're not going to be able to buy gas-powered vehicles anymore. Everything's moving to electric. And electric. so that prompted me to look some things up. So there there, there has been some movement in that direction. Okay. Um, they, they passed a, a bill, and in that bill, there is a sales requirement that will be enforced and that is that eventually 2035 not any time right now but 2035 they're going to be moving to a zero emission vehicle sales uh requirement where no vehicles could be can be sold unless they are basically completely electric for the most part that makes sense. Um, so they're going to start limiting the type of cars that are sold eventually. Yes. So like that's that's what their plan is, is they're getting with like the company, you know, the sales companies and everything in California specifically. Mm -hmm. And slowly throughout the next few years, they're going to transition their lot of vehicles to either, you know, low emission vehicles or zero emission vehicles until they're all zero emission vehicles. And that's the only thing that can be sold. The idea with that is that eventually no one in California will be driving a gas powered vehicle. That makes a lot so more sense. It makes a lot more sense that it's not just happening. Um, still, still raises concerns though 
and that concern being um can california actually maintain that as a state being completely electric so what's been going on in california like the past few years is consistent rolling blackouts Right. Uh, Cal- California has the second highest consumption of energy in America, really? and they're having blackouts on a regular basis. Oh, hey, my um, computer's back. Nice. That's that's dope. It's the opposite of a blackout. <laughs> well, he had his blackout. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. Maybe it'll be rolling like these. Um, so just in uh, <laughs> just in 2019. Um. 25,000, over 25,000 blackouts were recorded in California. Legit blackouts. Like, in, in from 2018, there was a little over a 50% increase of the amount of people affected by blackouts. So this has become the conversation, right? Outside of the headline of, you know, no more gas vehicles in California, like the actual nitty gritty conversation is, can California actually sustain something like that? Where you put, you force it to where people have to, you know, use these electrically charged vehicles, but they are, they're already sending mass texts to their resident, like to the residents of California to limit the amount of electricity they use because of the rolling blackouts. So there's only one way that I can see it being feasible. Mm-hmm. They'd have to like issue a generator with each car. To guarantee that you could start it. Well, I don't know. I think you're right. Cause like California is big and they do experience a lot of fires as well on top of the blackouts. It's I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the way they're probably going to go about it is they're going to make it illegal to sell gas chuggling vehicles, but mostly everybody's just going to just purchase it, you know, resell it and not buy it off of a dealer or rebuy it off of like a like a used car salesperson. I'd like to believe, and I don't know the what what it's referencing, but I'd like to believe that they're saying they're going to start enforcing that real dealerships only sell electric cars, but there's going to be a huge underground market for gas. Because so, I know gas is not going to go away anytime soon. You know? Well, so here's the thing. It, in theory, if uh, you... Here's what could happen. It's not practical, but I suppose it's possible. It's not even plausible. You could, if, if the goal is, let's say, 10 years from now, no more gas cars in California... State mandated. Your gas cars, get rid of them. That means they also wouldn't need gas stations. You could then replace gas stations with charging stations, so to speak, that have two employees at it all the time that are there to drive you home after you go plug in your car. And that building has backup generators to keep the building functional in the event of a rolling blackout. And then you would call the location and say, I need, I need, or the location would call you when your car is ready for a pickup. 
and they would come pick you up and bring you to your car. That would be the only feasible way. So does gas, Does do gas stations not get affected by rolling? Well, I see your point. Your whole point is like, how do you even start the car if it doesn't even have gas or electric well, energy? Well, so the thing is, you have to charge it. Right. The car has to be charged. It doesn't have to be charged every time you use it. It has a battery just like anything else, but you'd have to charge said battery. So maybe installing a, a new system when they, only in California, where there's a backup system within the car only for emergencies and if it's a registered blackout some sort of way you can enable this system that'll give you like a, at least a day's worth well that's uh, why i'm saying they would yeah. have to they would have to either issue or create charging stations they'd have to issue generators hmm. like and i'm talking portable generators that you like are not re- reliant on the electricity that runs into your house the, the type of generator that turns on a hospital when the power goes out those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. They'd have to issue them to people and, and, or and make a charging is, station. I mean, as far as I'm aware, most of these generators are gas-operated. For the most part. So, like... But do that would like, still if, limit if, it. If that would still significantly limit it because you would only it, need it to would. use it in the event of a blackout. That would still significantly reduce the amount of gas consumption. Now, would this become a thing where you might, ex- like, would it be reasonable to expect the government to provide you with a vehicle? In the event of... Like, if if you, like, yeah, like, like in the event that you're switching to where, like, I can't go to the gas station and get gas for my only car that I have for my family, is the government going to provide me with a vehicle? Or are they going to trade in my vehicle for a I would, car? That's that why I said I would assume you have 10 years to transition into this policy. Mm-hmm. Like, start saving. Trade in your car when, you're, when you've saved up enough. Trade in for a reduced price. Get a new car. There's no earth they would issue vehicles. They just wouldn't. Uh, now, issuing I mean, that, a generator that, with the vehicle, that I could see. I don't know. I'm I'm also thinking in the in the mindset of, like, let's say Northern California. Mm-hmm. The space between people's homes and gas stations is vastly different than if you're in, like, Central Cal. You know, like, it's, a, it's rural area, you know, like... There's mountains and so many things that could stop you from getting to a electric gas station. I, I, th- I think I, I think the only feasible way would be for them to actually have infrastructure to start building it if they don't have it already. Because by the time that law reaches the time where it's going to be like, okay, we're going to cut it off. I'd expect that by that point, they'd have infrastructure in place. Like, I mean, you, you have to do it. something, right? So you, you would expect it. You would think, like, if they are coming up with this plan, that they're going to make it to where either gas stations still exist to where, like, if you need gas, you can still acquire it. Um, or they're going to provide it to where, like, it doesn't matter where you live, you can get to one of these stations um, well, so here's the thing. You got to keep this in mind, Brett, when it comes to the, the idea of living far away. Sorry. I don't know. What I'm having is. audio issues. Please ignore okay. that. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Um, Are you referring to the fact that, like, they're already far away from a gas station to begin with? So, well, that's what I was kind of referring to is, like, they can still stockpile gas that they need in in the situation that they're too far away. They um, could, from but like a gas station. people don't typically do that. People that live that far away do. I mean, I used to live far from a gas station. We would just fill up while we were in town. I get that. Like, it's just, you just have to be responsible. Don't ride your car to eat. People shouldn't do that yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. you probably should never ride your car to eat. You never know what's going to happen. Right. People you shouldn't... Might, you might. Like, the people that are, like, comfortable with going home, passing a gas station on the way home, and their car's at less than a quarter tank, you guys are crazy. Fill up. What if you need to go to the hospital tonight? You going to stop at the gas station it, on the way? They say you should never have it more than... um less than halfway you can always just refill it and that's what's best for like the gas tank or something i don't know if it's true but that's what i've always heard i've heard that too yeah but the people that are just comfortable with their cars sitting in their driveway at less than a quarter tank you guys are crazy i'd be having an anxiety attack like what if something happens and i gotta go right now and i don't have enough gas to get there i gotta go just fill up People that, people that have the mindset of, I'll fill up tomorrow on the way to work instead of, I'll fill up tonight on the way home from work, I don't understand that mentality. It's a, lux- a luxury of living in the, um, the civilized, not civilized, but like the luxury of being around so much freaking gas stations is what it is. But it's still just, I don't know. It's like the idea of procrastination to umpteenth degree. Apply Why to not car, just yeah. get gas on the way home? I've never understood that. Yeah, I know. I like to have mine full. Just in case. You never know. Like in case of an emergency. My thought process is also... So here's another thing, and people never think about this because everybody just says it never would happen to me. What if your gas station is out of gas? The one gas station. Yeah, I think think people uh, learned that recently with uh, COVID. Yes. There, there was a, not well, not not even just COVID. There was that whole. Um, was it COVID that caused that gas crisis? It was it something. I remember it that it gas. caused one. Yeah. So, uh, as an example, the town I live in has two gas stations, soon to be three, mm-hmm. but as of right now, two. I decided I'm gonna put gas in the tank before I go home. That way, it's got a full tank for tomorrow. I went to the gas station I always go to. There was no gas. I'm like, huh. I've never actually had that happen before. All right, whatever. I go to the other gas station. They're not accepting card. Like only cash? cash? So I had to go somewhere else to get gas. If I had waited until tomorrow, I wouldn't have known that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. then I'm planning on getting gas in the morning. And then moving on, I had to go somewhere else to get gas. Like, that's why I don't understand people that just say, I'll just do it tomorrow. Why not do it now? I I, I think it's just laziness. Like, right now, I live away. I I live, like, walking distance to, like, three gas stations, you know? 
Well, there's there's also the you just got home and then you look down and you're like fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's different. I'm low on gas. That that's different. It, it, I don't, if you have the mentality, if you missed of it, like, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at it and you're like, <laughs> you're like, nah. gas now. <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'll get it tomorrow. You're a psycho. If you missed it, you missed it. That's genuine. I can't tell you what how I many lo- times I've pulled into like, my garage and been like, how did I get here? Because I just blank when I'm driving. That happens. I'll give you that. You go into auto drive. I'll give you autopilot. You didn't notice you were almost out of gas. That shit happens. But if you, leaving work, look at your gas tank and you're like, hmm, I got 14 miles. Home's 10. Home's 10 miles. That leaves me with four. I'll get to the gas station in the morning with two. (laughs) No! Hell no! If you have to do math to make sure you have enough gas, (laughs) go get gas! Um, So... Like, I know you've done it. I know you have. You're, you're, you're talking about like the the cars that you know, like they actually they tell show you, you like how much hey, you got left. Hey, you you have 50 miles worth of gas. I never went below 50 miles worth of gas. Oh man, on purpose. Oh hey. man. Ooh wee. <laughs> like, like I need to be able to at least go 50 miles in case of an emergency. If I, yeah, if I need to. Now, like, realistically, most of my problems can be solved within within within, within fifty. Yeah. yeah, probably can be solved within ten. 10. But, but just in you case, never know. just you in never case know. the alarm goes off and people have decided to send nukes our way, and you gotta get to driving. Fuck, I gotta fill up the tank. Imagine the one guy on empty wakes up to CNN. Breaking news: There's been a catastrophic you have- attack in Virginia and North Carolina. Please <laughs> yeah, report shit, to the nearest I, shelter. I hope my neighbors got gas. You have Everybody, thirty you minutes. Wake, you wake up. You late, have thirty minutes to get at least fifteen miles away, and you're like, I only got two miles in the tank. Everybody else gone, and you fudged. Look, mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. I know people. That will drive. They have that thing that says you've got this many miles left. And they're, they will tell me. I'll be like, yo, that shit says you only got 10 miles left. And they're like, oh, I know that I got 10 more when it hits zero. Why do you know that? I, so I've hit zero one time and I've never gone back. Anytime I get near half the gas tank, I'm like, oh, I remember that time where I would hit zero and I was this close to the gas station. And I'm like, what's going to happen to me? What's going to go Who? on with no, it? No, no, no. I was looking I, for the I police. I don't even know why I was looking for the Look, police, but I'm like, they're going to know I'm at zero. The people Who at the gas station the are going to know. In their right mind has the fucking balls to say, today's the day I find out how far past zero I can go. That That's like, that's like you're on a road trip and you have the worst luck, right? <laughs> like you reach half a tank, and let's say you're driving through Texas. Oh, and then it's just over road for 300 miles. <laughs> and, and yeah, like like you're sitting there, you're looking at your your phone, and it's like, oh, there's a gas station coming up. You know, I got, I, just, I can just make it 20 miles, hit the gas station. You you go up there, all closed. of a sudden, closed. You're like, all right, all right. Well, there's another one. And you just keep hitting it, and there's always some reason that you can't get to the gas station. And that's not your fault. But I've been in the car with somebody who said, I got 10 past zero. Now with me in the car, you don't. Please, pull. Pull pull up to the side of the road. I don't want to be driving with you. Not me in the car. Mm -mm. You got 10 seconds to get (laughs) in a goddamn gas station. 
Um, do we have any other questions? Uh, questions? No. I do have other topics, but we don't have any more questions for this episode. Okay. I was, I was just curious before we, like, brush past them. No, yeah, yeah. No, we don't have any Good more questions. Good checking. Points for you this time. <laughs> um, that sounded so condescending. <laughs> um, so, real quick, rumor leaks suggest that John Bernthal will be returning as the Punisher. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's been like the expectation. I'd be down. I liked him as the Punisher. He's a good Punisher. Yeah. He's a good Punisher. He fits the role. Oh. He looks like a Punisher. Uh, the show wasn't great, but that was of no fault of him. The first season was good. The second season was... I, I enjoyed the show. The second season was... Uh, was uh, it wasn't the worst show that Marvel's done. <clears throat> Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist. Iron Fist was rough, bro. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, so I just thought I'd bring that up. So I uh, I got a cool story that I heard about. I figured I'd tell you guys. Um, so years ago, WrestleMania 29, this is like almost 10 years ago. Um, a wrestler named Brodus Clay, most people won't remember who that is, and that's fine. He was lower card um but he was a funny dude he big guy um kind of ch- kind of chunky but also strong um he had this really dumb gimmick um called the funkasaurus where he would just dance and it was dumb but it was it was his job it is what it is that's not what we're talking about WrestleMania 29, he was supposed to have his first WrestleMania match. And it got scrapped during WrestleMania because somebody else's match went over its allotted time and he didn't have time to go out there and have his match before the main event, which was John Cena versus The Rock. So he was really bummed because he's not going to get his WrestleMania moment now. Like... And John Cena just, I guess because John Cena tried to give back to people, John Cena just went about to go out for his WrestleMania main event that they've been building to for a year, getting ready to go out the curtain. And he just goes, I have to go to the bathroom. And everybody's just like, what? And he just looks at Brodus Clay and he's like, how long does it take me to go to the bathroom? Five, six minutes. And Brodus Clay was like, I can get it done in six minutes. And John Cena just walked out of Gorilla. Just walked away. And so Brodus Clay got to go out there and at least do a dance for everybody and have a WrestleMania moment because John Cena pretended to have to go take a shit. That's great. How amazing is that? I found that out. Brodus Clay had an interview and he's like, I will never have a bad thing to say about John Cena. John Cena is one of the most decent human beings I've heard about. Everything I've heard suggests he really is a good guy. I haven't heard anything bad. Never. I've heard he's I've heard he's hard to work with because at, at least in wrestling because he's the one that's trusted, so he's pretty much in charge of the whole match. So I've heard he can be hard to work with for guys that are used to calling their own matches. Mm-hmm. But that's not him being like a pain, it's just how he's WWE structured it. Yeah. And like when he's in the ring with guys that he trusts, from what I understand, he lets them call it. 
Apparently his first match was CM Punk. He let CM Punk, he was like, all right, you're calling it. And CM Punk was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like like he lets them call if he's going to win or not or if they're going to no, win. No, so not. the 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 winners determine calling a match is basically while the match is going on, you're calling out moments that you're about to do. Ah. So like like you'll be like, like if you and I were in a match and I was doing the call outs, I'd be like, "All right, I'm going to suplex you. Once I do, I'm going to go for a pin, kick out on two. But you say these things real quiet so no one knows you do it while you're in like a headlock so that people can't see your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you kind of whisper them to one another. I and seen as the new. guy that's always in charge. It, ah. If you there's a, there's like compilation videos. You of can like hear really them. bad. Yeah, where like people are missing their cues and people and just start just yelling. Have one of the wrestler just like focus. Hit me. Yeah. Hit me, and they're just like what? Oh, oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to hit you. <laughs> one of my favorites, um, where you could hear something you weren't supposed to. WrestleMania 31, Seth Rollins cashed in Money in the Bank to uh-huh. become the WWE champion. And he did it during a match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And it's well known that him and Roman in real life are very close friends. They got they got called up to the main roster together. They wrestled as a tag team for a long time. Close friends. In the story, Seth turned on Roman. So as far as everyone knew, they weren't friends anymore. Unless you know that wrestling is scripted. And Rollins hit Roman with his finisher and went to pin him. And as he was pinning him, he kind of like buried his head into Roman's chest so you couldn't see him talk. And you can hear him saying, thank you so much. Because he, because this was huge for Rollins to get his first world championship pinning one of his best friends. So you can actually hear him audibly saying, thank you so much to Roman. And it's like, it's just a really cool moment where you realize, like, these guys are human. Like, they have real emotion, and these moments mean something to them. It's crazy. That's awesome, but, dude. But yeah, like, that story with Brodus Clay just being, like, John Cena just going, I have to go to the bathroom. How long does it normally take for me to go to the bathroom? Five, Five six, six minutes? minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walked away. <laughs> That's great. John Cena's great. I have to imagine of- Vince McMahon was sitting there like, where the fuck is he going? <laughs> Get him back in here. <laughs> like, like, I just so like that the whole like being human thing, you know. Like, I actually have something just in regards to that. Okay. Uh, Trevor Noah, right? You guys, fucking hysterical. I love Trevor Noah. I love Trevor Noah. I, I hate that he's so leaving. He does. I don't he want does your these sympathy. things. It's, pro- it's probably one of my favorite things that he does. He does these behind the scene things mm-hmm. where he's talking to the audience. Yes, yeah, I don't want your sympathy. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't want your sympathy, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest. Um, so he was he started talking to his audience about a situation that's been happening that I know nothing. I knew nothing about it. Um, it has to do with Lizzo. I don't follow Lizzo at all. No, me um, either. Just not the kind of music I listen to. Um, but she had a song uh, recently that that kind of blew up called "Girls." And in it, she uses the word spaz. Like, you're spazzing out about something. Okay. Um, so apparently in, like, the UK, Australia, they don't use the word spaz like that. They use it as a term to describe someone who's disabled. Like a spaz. Oh. 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 Mm. Yeah. So, 
reason stands, she probably didn't know that. Right. I definitely didn't know that. Most Americans don't know that. We use the word in terms of how we use the word. And so someone posted on Twitter saying like, hey, you know, this is how this is how it means where I come from. And, you know, they described their feelings about it. And Trevor was explaining all this to everybody. And what Lizzo did was she took that and she went and changed her lyric. Hmm. And then she came out and, you know, she's just like, hey, I, you know, I didn't obviously didn't mean to offend anybody. And she changed her lyric. Okay. You know, I respect that. And he's talking about it the way I, I feel about it, the way it seems like you guys feel about it. Good good job. Hey, shit. Like, you know, that's what we, that, that's what everyone's been kind of like trying to push onto people is like, hey, you do something bad, try to take ownership of right. it and fix it. Now, in my mind, I don't think she actually did anything no, bad. No, but she still found it. Because a- it wasn't in. Yeah, it wasn't in a derogatory context. No, but she still sympathized with it and tried to fix it. Not a lot of people do that, that person. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Now, what he went on to tell me was not cool, and was that after she did that, people are still shitting on her for it. Because she like there, there's a there's a large group of people going on social media and shitting on Lizzo for using the word. Oh no! Nah. Like, how could you? I'm so disappointed in you. She didn't you. know. Like, most people didn't know until after she changed her lyric. So most people found out, got mad, but it's already changed. Yeah, by they then. found out and then wanted something to be mad at. Oh, and they that's wanted the internet. something to just be, you know, in uproar about. But she's she literally did what. The populace, the would have wanted you know, her to the do. The populace has been expecting people to do. She recognized it, changed it, and then said sorry. And like, she's still the bad guy. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's fucked. Still the bad. I like uh, the internet likes to get mad. I don't pay them no mind. It, it kind of reminds me. So like, it's the whole thing of like you know other places having different meanings for things. So mm-hmm. I found out watching a content creator that I like, um, the term Mick in Ireland. Saying somebody is a mick is the same thing as calling them poor or uneducated. Hmm. So they don't pronounce McDonald's McDonald's. They pronounce it McDonald's. That's funny. That's funny. I found that out and I'm like, wait, what? Because I kept hearing him say McDonald's. I'm like, I wonder why he says it like that. And then one day, (laughs) one of the creators I like, one of the other creators I like went to Ireland to visit him. And he was like, we should go to McDonald's. And he's like, you can't say that here. Like, you will, you will definitely get in trouble. Say McDonald's. So, like, I never knew that. But, like, does that make us bad guys for calling it McDonald's? No. Cultural differences. <laughs> Am I ever going to call it McDonald's? Hell, Hell no. Hell no. There's no A. Yeah. No. And that's, that's what, My favorite that's what part, a lot of people though. don't get is like in, intent is very important my yeah. favorite part though is like you have like you you have context for like this one so like the lizzo one like there's no context she didn't know it is what it is she she changed it but there was no like changing the definition of the word in that moment to those people right with mcdonald's it's not calling someone a mick it's mcdonald's 
Yeah. Otherwise, it's all one word. <laughs> otherwise, right? It's one word, and the reason I say that is important is because Irish UFC fighter Connor McGregor pronounces his name Connor McGregor, not, not Mac Connor McBranner. McGregor. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think he gives a fuck. MC is not the same as M I C K. I wonder if there's like some history to that, though. I don't know. Maybe like. Like, Maybe they put know, Mick in front names. of poor people's names. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Because like, last names were meant to like really Identify. describe you as a person. You know, like Maybe. Smith was a blacksmith. Maybe. I could see that. He's, you know, being a McGregor is like being... like The dumbest of the Gregors. Let's see. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that I didn't either. Say I, didn't, I was nope. just filling in the blanks. I was playing Adler. Nah. Nah. nah, I didn't say nah. that. <laughs> Don't put this on oh, me. Have you so, seen McGregor? McGregor's jacked. So, listen. <laughs> um, The derogatory term, Mick, actually comes from the fact that Irish names commonly had MC. Whole so, true. it... They... It's not the other way around. MC wasn't used as a label. The the, the, the label be the label originated, originated the term, mm-hmm. and apparently the term also rhymed or, or rhymes with it. It uh, it's what the rhyming term is derived from. The disrespectful term towards Hispanic people that I am not uh. going to say. That rhymes with it. That word came from Mick. Really? That's funny. I'm not going to say it. Interesting. I I mean, you're the only one that could. Uh, Of of the group? You're the only one that can. The only one who can. Alas. (laughs) I can say Mick. I'm Irish. Fair. Fair. I'm very Irish. I can say that one. You can say the SP one. (laughs) I can say the M word. We all have words we're allowed to say here. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm the only one here that's allowed to say, you can't do that, officer. <laughs> because they're just going to think I'm an entitled white man. But if I say that, get the helicopters. I think, I, think it, I think it depends on the officer. Somebody threw the Grenada. That's probably true. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, so real quick, I got one more thing I wanted to talk about. I can't remember if I've brought it up or not. I might have brought it up last episode and I just can't remember. Um, but I don't know if you guys heard. Salo might have. Um, did you guys hear about this uh, giant ancient sinkhole in China? No. <laughs> Alright, so Salo, I didn't uh, tell you. The, okay, uh... fantastic. Uh, are you talking about the the ancient like forest the mountains? Yeah, yeah, like in the, the mountains of China. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like underneath, they well, like there's, there's a sinkhole. There's one big one. Yes. Yeah, there's one big one. Everyone can see, and you could like put a city underneath. Yes. Them, right? So it's like, it's, huge. it's an ancient giant forest, and yep. apparently it's very reminiscent to like the whole place where King Kong is from. And Godzilla is from like the Hollow Earth thing, Journey to the Center of the Planet type vibes. Like, like it's very similar. The only difference is we haven't found any kaiju yet. Ah, uh, here's dinosaurs? my thing. Here's my thing. We have 
no reason to go in this ancient forest. Stay the fuck out. Agreed? Agreed. Nothing good comes from this. You awaken an evil spirit or some dinosaur. Um, This year we've already had ancient... uh, The rock that Japanese, Yeah, Japanese demons being Hell released no. from a rock. The last thing we need to do... I was do... hoping we wouldn't talk about that now that I'm here, if we could just stop talking <laughs> Look, the Kitsune it. is there. You Dude, deal with it. you're there. It's there. We don't need to go in this ancient forest <laughs> where King Kong and Godzilla are fucking beating the shit out of each other. Hell no. Stay out. Uh, it's, a, it's a little late for that. People go there often now. Um, so dumb. So just for a visual representation for you, Solo, like... You have the giant sinkhole, and once you enter, it's like the entire mountain range is hollowed, just completely hollowed out. That's crazy. Because everything just sunk into itself, and then it went further and deeper, and then it created all these different caverns that go further and further and further, and like they have not mapped out the entire sinkhole. The biggest difference between what you would normally think of with this and what it is is normally you'd think, oh, it's just like a giant, massive cave. Yeah. There's fucking vegetation! Yeah. Like, there's a full-blown um, forest with trees and shit that don't get sunlight. That's terrible. That's interesting. I would not go in there. No! Hell no. That's the beginning of a movie. There Hell is no. a box in there somewhere, and if you touch it, bad things happen. <laughs> man said they hid pandora's box in china (laughs) would you be surprised that's where i would hide it (laughs) oh man would you be surprised Uh, that shit's crazy though Mm -hmm. it's just it's just there fully thriving and so like there are parts of the mountain um where like if you're walking you'll just randomly just Fall. fall straight through because everything underneath is hollow. it hollowed. What yeah. the fuck? I'm so telling like, there you. There are areas that have structure, but there are some that like everything was slowly falling underneath it. That all it takes is the right amount of pressure and you'll just fall straight through. I don't know why this popped up. I, in my head. I think I'm pretty sure that's how I heard about it was a case of somebody falling through one of those holes. That's I don't terrible. know why this popped in my head, but it's the most terrifying thing I've thought of. I guarantee you somewhere in that fucking ancient forest, there's a snake with legs. A dragon, just a lizard. That's no, a salamander. <laughs> isn't that no, it's just, a snake. Yeah, isn't it? It's a snake with two legs, just two, with legs. It's a snake. It's long and thin, and it slithers because it's got legs on the side that it can then fold down to start running. That's terrifying. <laughs> that is a terrifying. Why does why does that sound comical? <laughs> it does until it's chasing you. I guess it's the hand motions. He did this. What's, I'm like, I imagine that. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, hey, real quick, what's scarier? <laughs> the snake with legs to the side that slithers at you? Or when it goes into Usain Bolt mode and it just starts running? When Usain it starts Bolt running, mode, right? Terrifying. I close the door. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. What if it's faster on I th- I think. I think what would be more terrifying is if it, like, let's say it, hands? it just has, like, these two, these two arms <laughs> and, like, hands with claws. That like, come out the but side like, with and full it blown, to climb but around like full everywhere. But like full-blown mandibles, like it's got like thumbs and everything. Like just, uh, ah! No. Yeah, fuck that noise, dog. That's down there somewhere. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. And it can pull the arms fuel. in like Stitch. And, hey, I don't, I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but soon, very soon, um, us is going to take it as a form and then appear in front of Solo. 
while he sleeps tonight. And that's going to be crawling all over his walls. Just hanging on by... Look, it's going to be a snake, but it's going to have a claw in the ceiling just dangling. And <laughs> like with a that being said, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> All right, I guess that'll do it for us. We'll leave you with that terrifying thought. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on this adventure. Uh, episode 21. We had some technical difficulties, but hopefully we made it through it. We hustled through it. Um, just a reminder, you can find us on pretty much every social media platform. Uh, you can ask your questions on Twitter and uh, YouTube. That is where we are checking. Um, if you're asking questions on other places like TikTok or Instagram, you're never going to get an answer. Never. Because um, we're not actively using those platforms, but you can follow us there for when we start using them properly. Um, but please, feel free to ask your questions. Let us know anything you want us to talk about. Keep in mind, you don't have to ask questions. If you just found a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, just tell us. We, we're happy to talk about almost anything. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to um, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Yep. And, or or get your notification bill. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's everything. You gentlemen have anything else? Nope. No, nah, he's not going to let go of those charges. So no. <laughs> With all that being said, we greatly thank you. We are beyond us. And when in doubt, we'll see you next time. Later, guys. Woo!